I thank you all for coming to learn one of the sigis that we learned in the course of the year in the yeshiva as we're learning in Masech the Bavavasa. Bavavasa opens up with the, yeah, the, the Masech that opens up with the, one of the issues that is raised in the Masech at the very opening is our allegiance to Minhogim in the context of Mecca Chumemka, in the context of business in, in the marketplace. Um, this comes up in many, many situations. Um, I remember one of the first um, situations where I was drafted to be part of a, a Dintora. So it was a Dintora where the litigation began in the uh, Diamond District. And in the Diamond District, at that time and probably still today, they had the Diamond Club, which uh, where all education was supposed to go. So the very first issue in the basin was whether this uh, the basin has authority over the issue, because there was a minig hasochrim that uh, the minig hasochrim established by the diamond uh, merchants, and that there was a place of adjudication for the minig hasochrim. We come up uh, in um, in any suburban neighborhood. So the questions come up uh, when uh, certainly in a Jewish neighborhood, densely Jewish, where there's competition for homes. And uh, there could be different levels of agreement at a certain price and uh, to sell the home. And nevertheless, that agreement can be upended because there's a few days of legal review. And uh, during that period of time, new other bids could come in. So the question is often raised whether um, is there a minig in the community is there a minig that's established in the business which respects the uh, the gentleman's agreement that je- uh, respects the initial signing as being one that ca- that is an in- that is cannot be upended or when the fact that uh, certain circumstances could happen financing may not come through so the, that makes the agreement to be an agreement which um, may contain flexibility. And does the is there a minog? Is there a minog? And and if there is a minog amdina, does that uh, override the uh, the level of nemonos that the halacha may ascribe to this uh, understanding? It comes up in less significant issues. The halacha is that when a um, when a Jew sells a home to another Jew, so the Allah is that we, the mezuzah stay up, and they are part of the sale. Ideally, it's discussed at the, amongst the, between the buyer and the seller, uh, who's going to pay for the mezuzahs, but let's say it's not discussed. So now Allah says that, that the mezuzah needs to stay up. It's not so clear. There's a machlok, as opposed to who pays for the mezuzahs. And, um, would a minog a medina would a minog in the community would that establish this din so there are many many situations where there could be discussions that uh, come between a buyer and a seller between two people doing business with each other and if there is a minog is a minog always binding so that's one of the issues that's raised at the beginning of the Mesechta uh, this morning the Rosh began 
the uh, the proceedings of today by discussing this Rebbeinu Tam. And Rabbi Shechter addressed the Rebbeinu Tam and positioned it mostly in the context of the uh, Minhagim of, uh, of, of Mitzvahs, where Rebbeinu Tam, the famous Rebbeinu Tam, that uh, the letters of Minhag, of the jumble, their Gehinnom, that sometimes Minhagim lead us to, away from the Yvetzon of Borei. So Shechter positioned that in the context of Ben Odom Lamokim and various uh, mitzvahs that we do. The Ben Otam was positioned in our Mesichta in the context of Minach HaSochrim. And in the context of Minach HaSochrim, there's a Machlekes Rishonim, whether Min Hogim are overwhelmingly binding or whether Minhagim are evaluated each on its own. Benu Tam, as Roshachter quoted this morning, and you have it in front of you in uh, source number two, where the uh, Or Zerua quotes the Rabbeinu Tam. In fact, you have it at the very first, the very first uh, quote, number one. Benu Tam is addressing that the Gemara pointed out that the Mishnah had said our kol Gamdina. The Mishnah is discussing if people uh, have to set up fences between the two neighbors. And there is a sikhsuch, there's a disagreement between the two neighbors, what kind of fence should, be, should they put up? Should they put up shrubs? Should they put up a fence? In the Gemara's time, different forms of stone fences. The Gemara says that there are, gives us different practices that the uh, places which had stone fence, you live in Yerushalayim, you have to build with Yerushalmi uh, stone. You live in a suburban neighborhood, has to be shrubs. So the Mishnah gave examples of different uh, fences and their measurements. And then the Mishnah says, Akol Kemina Gamdina. So the Gemara said, what does the phrase Akol Kemina Gamdina add? What do we add by saying, and we have to follow the... Um, custom of the area once the Mishnah had already, had already specified that we follow various Minogim. So source number 8, the Gemara says, You have a place that uh, they have established their Minog to be shrubbery, very, uh, very skimpy and sketchy fence. The purpose of the fences in the time of the Gemara that we're discussing now is to provide privacy. To have a low uh, shrubbery doesn't provide that much privacy. So the Gemara says, but if the neighborhood agrees in Hutzavadafna having some low shrubbery, that's good enough. So Taisus, the very first source says, Vinutam said, Hakol Gamdina was to say that we follow a Minagamdina. That is within reason. Uh, but if the minagam din is less than that, afilunogu mikan, the Yazruas or the Metasis is saying, the Yesh Minogim Shin Lismaichalayim, Afilhecha did not call Kiminagam Dina. That uh, Tam is saying that the point of the Gemara is that there's always a limitation to following Minog. So the Mishnah says, Akol Minagamdina. The Gemara says, What's the purpose of that? 
the Gemara says, well, even to include. But when Tom said, why did you say, <laughs> there is no limitation. So when Tom said, the Gemara is pointing out, <laughs> with an exception, with a limitation. It has to be reasonable. It has to fulfill the purpose of the Minag. So the uh, Orzerua takes issue with that. The Orzerua is one of the great Baliatosis, one of the later Baliatosis. Historically, the Orzerua has the very important position of being after many of the book burnings and many of the pogroms. So the Orzerua is one of the Baliatosis that was essential to collecting the positions of the Tosis and that we lost in some of the book burnings. The Ezra was uh, most for most Talmidim. When I was growing up, the Ezra was uh, a, a sefer that was quoted by the Beis Yosef. We didn't uh, we didn't have an Ezra that was readily available. And then, uh, sometime probably in the seventies, so the Ezra began to be published and made more readily available. And then, sometime later on, we had a critical edition of the Ezra. So the Ezra writes that he doesn't understand the Rebbeinu Tam. That uh, Rebbeinu Tam says, mm-hmm. that he calls Rebbeinu Tam. And, and the, uh, and the Orzeru himself quotes Rebbeinu Tam as pointing out that there's a similar Gemara in Asaychir as a poem. So when a person hires employees, so there are certain understandings. This is also a very common issue. A person hires employees. What is the employee allowed to do on his employer's time. How much of the surfing of the net can he do it on the employer's time? So there probably also has to be some kind of minag medina that would uh, that would allow some tolerance that could change from culture to culture. So the uh, in the Gemara's time it was what kind of how early could you have lunch? What's the earliest lunch break you could have? So the Gemara says, medina, even if in the very early morning they already took their first coffee break. So the Gemara says over there that uh, that's when, in, in that context, Hakol Kimbinagamdina. However, the Ezra himself, source number four, he takes issue with Ritam. I don't know of a Minag that we would not rely upon. It says that uh, once you have a Minag, so then that. Uh, that is the determining factor. So, you know, Tom and the Yorzeru, whereas in the context, as we quoted this morning, in the context of Bein Odom Lamokim, it's also a Machloikis Aposkim. Shefter referred to the, um, referred to the Rav's approach when it comes to the days of Sphira. And the Rav's approach that, uh, the days of Sphira have to match the uh, the Yud Beis Chodesh, because otherwise it's a Minog that doesn't have a Kein uh, De Raisa. And uh, as the Talmudim of the Vilna Goin and the argue if a Din De Rabbonon has to have a Kein De Raisa, so certainly a Minog has to have a Kein De Raisa. But we know in our own time that uh, that also became a point of debate. We are very much the uh, right nowadays it is uh, very common that people will uh, even switch menhagim in order to able to accommodate the caterer want to have a simcha. 
So we, uh, what happened? Rabbi Moshe took a different approach. Rabbi Moshe said that uh, we could even split the minig of not shaving and the minig of not going to chasanas. So that uh, Rabbi Moshe took issue apparently with this approach that every minig has to have a Cain de rise to be followed that way. So again, we're moving back into the context of Menhoge Mekachum Emkar and Menhogim that are in the marketplace. So there the Machleik is in the Bali Yatayser in the time of the Yerzeruah whether there is such a thing as a minog which is has to be adhered to. When Utam said a minog will be evaluated. We see this more uh, in a in, in sharper focus and we look at the actual context. Context over there was at the very opening mission of Abbasra discusses how what are the dimensions of the walls that have to be. In other words, it two neighbors, they're putting up a wall between them, they're each going to be giving up some kind of footage, so one neighbor says, I want to give up only uh, half a foot to this wall, and the other neighbor says, no, I, I, that, that's not going to stand very long, it's going to fall over, I want to have a two foot uh, footing to the wall, so, so the uh, so Chazal gave certain shiurim, Chazal figured out how broad a footing certain walls have to have, but then a kol kemina so the machlekes between the Bali and Tosfos is that what happens if the minog goes against the shiurim that uh, Chazal gave. Chazal had in mind that two people have to set up a wall that would have a certain amount of durability because uh, you could say, we'll put up a wall that will last for a year and then next year we'll put up another wall. The other neighbor says, no, I want a wall that will last three years, five years, six years. So who's to determine? They will both accomplish having privacy for the for the first year, but and one neighbor says I'll continuously put up another wall. The other neighbor says uh, that doesn't happen. It'll fall and you'll forget and you'll have to hire somebody. And so I want a wall that'll last for three, four, or five years. So that's what Chazal say. Chazal say we're going to give you certain dimensions because that's a reasonable amount of time. Now, what happens if the minig is different? What happens if the minig is we are putting up walls that uh, will last for fifteen years? Chazal's walls last for six, seven years, and the minig is fifteen, twenty years. So that's a machlokes aposkim. Whether we say that Chazal goes against the minig, so who wins in that case? It's a similar, similar machlekes. Also, baliyatosvus. Whether a minig becomes something that is inviolable, or whether a minig has to has to respect what Chazal's intent was over here. What's the? That's uh, so what I want to understand. What is the issue at stake over here between the Rishonim? Why should? What is the binding nature of a minig? How can I come to my neighbor and say, you got to do this because everybody else is doing it? That's not a very Muslim uh, thing to say, right? So all of a sudden, we, we raise ourselves to always to say, you have to go against the stream. You have to be an individual. I'll tell you a beautiful word that uh, in yesterday's parsha, in Morvia Marta, right, we learned the midst of Chinuch. From the way that the from the parsha of Kainim, the mitzvah of chinuch. One of the mitzvahs are three sources for chinuch, for chinuch and alav, and one of them is the emor v'yamarta. One of them is from the beginning of the parsha of Kainim. 
So there are two or three G'dayim who raised the question. He said, why do we learn the Mitzvah Chinuch from Kayanim? Kayanim is a, is a small group of the Klal Yisrael. So we should teach the Mitzvah Chinuch when we're talking about uh, a lot that everyone has to keep. Right? That's a good place to say, Amor V'yamarta, right? Mitzvah not, we have shot, we do have in one place by Vodazara, one place by Yisurim. But what's the point of teaching the mitzvah of Davk in the context of Kayanim. So there are two beautiful answers. We don't have time right now for both. One answer was by uh, Rav Sarotskin. Rav Sarotskin said, he gave a marshal that um, there's a major Levi one of the G'daylum. And a kid comes home from Yeshiv Iktana. Yeshiv is high school, comes home and says, uh, I'm going to the Cham, the, the G'daylum is Nifter. We gotta go to the Leviathan. So the father says, uh, you, you you have to stay back because we're cutting it. You can go, but you gotta be very careful. No trees, no balcony. Don't get near the iron. Don't get near the iron. He says, all my friends are gonna be near the iron. Right? We're gonna push away to get to the iron. Coverage for the Gulf Israel. This is what we discussed in Yeshiva today. So the father says, uh, we're cutting it. We're different. So the child says, uh, but all my friends, how can it be near the Yorah? So that's when the uh, father said, take the child aside and say, um, so you got to learn in life that sometimes you can't go with your friends. You have to go against the stream because you have greater Kedusha. So the mitzvah chinuch is taught in the context of we have to teach a child sometimes everything a good thing you have to be a little bit different. You have to do things differently. So we spend so much of our effort teaching people Keneged Azerim, going against the stream. And all of a sudden, Allah says, but if I go to my neighbor and say, everybody else is making a six-year fence. I, I want a ten-year fence. No. Everybody else is a hoot, is, is having this uh, very, very simple um, fence between us and... Uh, that's the minig. So I say, no, but the times is not a good minig. So what's the machlaikis? Why should a minig be binding in the, in the marketplace? What's the obvious mahalach? Das. das, right? That's, that's what the Rajbo points out. The Rajbo, the Chubas and Rajbo, source number 10. The chain minig atagor mishinoyigim kain tom v'naf al-pishol yiskimu machach v'lohisnu kain because Memkar is not the in this case. Memkar is not the question of how to keep sphere with the shame, not the shame. Memkar is what's the meaning of the minds. What have we agreed upon? So when it comes to the marketplace, what do we agree upon? So if we specify what we agree upon, so then it's clear. But if we don't specify, we don't have a specific agreement, so then we assume that we have all assumed what is the normal practice. So that becomes part of the das. That becomes what we actually have in mind. The minimum, 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 minimum change changes over time. Right. You know, we see it in all parts of life. What uh, What are the parameters for me to move the boundaries 
of the posts, this way or that way, to affect the change in the minhag. It's going to happen anyway. So can I help make it happen? So probably you would not be able to help make it happen. Well, then who makes it happen? That's a... That's a... Minhagim can change. That's correct. Um, but individuals cannot be the ones who uh, who push the meeting in, in that direction. Um, when we um, a few years ago in Shir, we were learning your day. Rabbi spoke about Maris Ayin and spoke about a quoted a Rabbi quoted from Moshe that Maris Ayin depends on how everything is viewed. So it's a similar point where Rabbi said that individuals can't explicitly say I'm doing this and hoping to change the goalposts of Marasayan, but society still reflects it, and meaning you just follow the flow. I mean, society does have a way that it functions otherwise, so it's, meaning it's a similar case. But society is you and me. I understand, but meaning... Right. But the, when we dealt with it in Shir, I mean, it seemed that, meaning, you can't do it explicitly, but that it does change either subconsciously no, or... Expect the reverse of discussion when it comes to Marasayan, so expectations can change. In other words, the uh, how things are interpreted. Marasayan depends on how Roy people would interpret something. So how Roy people see something, that can change over time. Right? How Roy people can see, it could be that in one particular context, if I, um, if I go into a store, then people have, have, would assume that I'm buying something which is Osir. And it, in a separate context, separate time, if I go into a store, people understand I'm going to get a coffee or something. So that, that can change. And, 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 you're, and you're right in saying that Minhagim can change. And it could be that that minhagim can change through people doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Ah. That can happen, right? So it could be that if a person asks a shaila, the rabbi will say, "I'm sorry, you can't go against the minhag." And it could be if there are enough people, e- either uh, perhaps without being, let's say, in an absent-minded way or inappropriately, or it could conceivably be that if a person, uh, or they, they go against the street, or if a person would would buy up enough enough um, area so that he's only dealing with himself <laughs> maybe he can change the minute that way if he really aggressively wants to do that but you're right sometimes uh, sometimes things will happen even though it's not uh, even though they're not they're not uh, orchestrated to happen that way so there are, so there are, so we understand why a minug should be why a minug if it follows our understanding so that it makes sense that the minug should be limited in other words that we agree upon a certain kind of offense okay however if this particular offense doesn't accomplish we're supposed to accomplish so we didn't then we don't didn't agree upon that kind of offense right in other words, we, we understand the reason why we're putting up a fence. Now we put up a low fence, and everybody's putting up a low fence. But it's not what Chazal said we should have. We don't have the privacy. So then it makes sense to say that our das is different. That our das, what we had in mind, is uh, that the... What we had in mind is a, a fence that would provide a certain amount of protection. And... If the community has accepted a low, lower standard, then we haven't gone along with that. We've gone against the flow in that, right? You can have a situation, again, there's not a lachal because it's much more uh, textured, where the community has accepted that if I put a certain uh, bit in a house 
and the community has accepted that uh, that vid at a certain point of the negotiation becomes binding and uh, and then people understand upon their themselves that uh, that it's not really binding because uh, if somebody comes from outside the community or if the uh, if the financing falls through or if um, if uh, the uh, if, if let's say the, the the seller will back out because of uh, legal review so it's not really binding and the broker will have a responsibility towards their client to bring in to hold on to new uh, new bids so then they could say well Logically, we're not. We haven't, even though there's some minug that we have to respect a, a certain level of negotiation commitment. But it's not really happening. It's really being under the the marketplace is undermining, and therefore the minute doesn't make, doesn't uh, really work. We don't really have this das in mind. So that would be an example of what the Rishba would say, since the basis of minug is that this is a consensus. This is the das of people. So therefore it would make sense that there will be situations where we can show that our das is different, our thinking is different. So then the question comes up, so why would there be any, why would it make sense to say that a minig is overwhelmingly binding? There are no exceptions. Like the Yorah says, show me a minig. So I came across a, uh, what I found to be a, a very intriguing true Adeshin. One of the later Baliatosvis, source number eleven. Tumas Adeshin there says that the reason that we follow Minhogim in the marketplace is because we don't want to have machlekesim, we don't have sikhsuchim, we don't have disagreements. He says that when it comes to when it comes to business dealings, when it comes to any kind of negotiation, it's very hard to think of every single detail. I bought a home. It's very hard to appreciate when I buy my home that have to f- that, that now I'm being I've, I'm being bound to what kind of shrubbery, what kind of fence, what kind of foliage. I I, I, I was thinking about that when I bought the home. I was thinking about how many rooms. I was thinking about uh, that the plumbing should work. I wasn't thinking about that now I have uh, have restrictions and how late I can use my backyard. That I have, I have to put up certain kinds of trees to give. I was thinking about this. So there's so many things in any kind of transaction that don't get discussed. If we don't have some way of dealing with it, then I'm entering this. So the moment I buy my house, I'm buying machlekes uh, with my neighbors because they want a set of expectations, different set of expectations. So the Truman suggestion says that the purpose of minhagim, minhagim amedina, minhagim is to decrease debate, mereve, and arguments. In other words, I'm coming in, I'm not accepting the minog like the Rajbo says because we have an understanding that we have to follow all of the, the rules that the neighbors put into place. We're coming into the understanding because of, of the, 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 the das of the deal is not an, uh, accepting various minogim. I'm accepting an overall discipline instead of a conduct that we will follow what the neighborhood says, what the minig is. Why? Because I don't want to walk into Machlaikasim. 
I don't have debates. I don't have an endless dini Torah. I, I, I want to be able to live a shalom a shalva. That so my agreement is to the concept of having this discipline of minogim. If that's the case, then it stands to reason that even if a minog does not make that much sense, then I still accept it. It's dafka the reason why I'm taking on the minog because I because we don't want to have this argument. Does this minog make sense or not? So that would that would explain the approach of the Yorzeruah. I don't know the minog that's not binding. Because the whole point of the bindingness of a minog is that we shouldn't have to sit down and figure out what we've committed ourselves to. Unless we have explicitly discussed it. So there is a machlegus between uh, the Chelkis Yaakov and Ramosha Feinstein. He didn't see this in a in the Svarim. I saw this in a Sefer Likud. What happens if we are unaware that there's even a minig of this that addresses the situation? That was it was didn't it didn't occur to us, right? It didn't occur to us that when I buy this property, there is a a custom that you all have to have uh, blue doors, right? Twenty years ago, the neighbors said we want to have some consistency. We're all going to have blue doors, okay? I didn't notice. That every single uh, this, this, this is the blue neighborhood. All right, I didn't realize that. And lo'ola daiti, that there would even be such a such a custom, right? Why should there be such a thing? So people move in together, and there's a. We could even be a situation where the three fellas buy a part of a block. Did they commit themselves to this minute? The machleik is so it seems that this would come down to the Rajva and come down to the uh, to the Shumas Adeshim. The, the Rajva would say, if it's if you didn't even think about it, if it didn't even occur to you, if there's something so bizarre that uh, it didn't that you didn't realize it, so you could not have committed yourself to it. You committed yourself to any to a minog which would address the various things that normally addressed. But according to Truma Sedeshan, you're into Minog all the way because you because you don't want to have this conversation. Well, uh, of course, yeah. the time I came from, we all blue doors. That's the Devar Poche had the blue doors, right? And the other guy says, "I never heard of this." So you you don't want that conversation. You want to be have Shalom Vishalva. So let's uh, finish up just with the comment on the Chazanish, at the very bottom, source number twelve, where the Chazanish goes back to our original question. Why do we follow? Why are minhagim binding in the marketplace? So the Chazanish writes, There are two different uh, types. Chazanish says, the first we understand. First he says, one of the sources of the authority of a minig in the marketplace is because when we purchase a place, when we enter into a situation, so then we are accepting upon ourselves all the things that come with the deal. So whatever comes with the deal, we are accepting upon ourselves with the common common practice unless we negotiate otherwise. But then he says another reason. <coughs> that 
because the communal consensus is like the authority of a Beisden. So I think what the Chazanish is pointing out is that a Beisden... According to the Rashba, he would still be obligated to the Blue Door. Because it's, it's not just your Das, it's like we're relying on whether those, one of those two reasons according to the Chazanish. So maybe that's not an Afghamina... Well, the Chazanish. It, it, it's possible, and I, I couldn't commit him to this, but the, it's possible that the first approach of the Chazanish is like the Rajbah called Das Nichnas. So if if it's not normal to have a uh, to commit yourself it's not to normal, you're not, you weren't aware. You weren't right. So yeah. You'll, we'll enter an agreement. We're yeah. binding by the laws of New York, but I yeah. realize New York City had that crazy law, but we're yeah. still binding by it. So that's what I thought Again, it could be. Because the Chazanish is not developing Machlekes. Chazanish adds on a different, another concept. In other words, the, the way that we've portrayed the Rashba and the Truma Sedeshan is what really is the Das of a person. Is the Das of the businessman that they want the minig that they are accepting the common consensus of the minig or they really want to have a overwhelming uh, overwhelming binding authority so they want any machlek so that, that's correct that that uh, what the chazanish is adding is that one of the approaches of minog could be that a community there's a certain power to a community and a community has the power, the authority of a base. In other words, when with the, I believe what the Chazanish is discussing, why why should? What's the significance of saying that we, as a community, have the power of a, of a base? Base is hefker, base and hefker. A base can make any any rule that they want when it comes to uh, commerce, when it comes to the marketplace. They can take property, and they have um, what we call eminent domain. So. Where does that power come from? Where does the power of Hefker, Beis, and Hefker come from? So this Chazanish is giving us an important insight. It could be that the power, the authority of the Beisden comes because it's the, it's the communal consensus. He says, It could be that the Koyach of a Beisden, if we think about Hefker, Beis, and Hefker, it comes from that leadership of Klal Yisrael assigned the various properties in Eretz Yisrael to uh, the various Shvatim. Now when they were doing so, they were representing Klal Yisrael. And as they were representing that we have land, we have the we have people have to figure this out, and the Nesim were dividing it up. The Nesim were doing this not necessarily as a base, and the Nesim were doing this as the representatives of the Jewish people to figure out where we're, we're going to live. So the Chazanish may be pointing out that you see from there that there is another sort of pathway to understanding the source of Minog. That Chazal already explained to us that Hefker based in Hefker is that Klal Yisrael can decide to appoint uh, representatives. And if that's the case, that when Klal Yisrael makes a decision on their own, so then that certainly is the Kayach Vavk Reis Nefker. So it could be that the, the Chazish is pointing out is that the source of the power of, um, of a Minog might be 
the elevated status of Klal Yisrael. Just like when it comes to Minog uh, in Mitzvahs, the binding nature of Minog is not Maidas, is because the Kedush Baruch Hu has invested a Kedusha to Klal Yisrael that we have the ability to understand and interpret and, and uh, establish practices. So the Chazanish sees that approach as being something that could find its place in the marketplace as well. And if that's the case, it would also support the idea of the Yorzerua that a Minog is binding even if it's not one that uh, was in the Das of the people. Go ahead. Right, right. So, so it's certain. Correct. Right. So, so it. Right. Right. So to piggyback on that, what if the Minagamako is no Jews in the neighborhood? And you know, as soon as you buy, there's going to be machlokas. So, uh, but someone's got to break break the boundary here. So, can you be somewhere on anything here to to buy into this neighborhood? Right. So let's go step by step. So we're referring to a neighborhood that is, which is a uh, where the litigants are Jews and Jews, right? In terms of how this would play itself out in a. Uh, in a neighborhood that is Jews and non-Jews would be entirely based on what the Dina Mechusadina is. And and the binding nature of Dina Mechusadina on Jews is limited if it's if the Dina Mechusadina is against Jews. Right? And that's what's, why do I have to listen to Dina Mechusadina? There are many, many reasons given. But the Gemara says that when it's Hamsanusa, when it's something that works against, when it's when it's not a, a legitimate uh, ruling, or when it works against Jews, then then we don't have to then abide by. But the, raise, the question you're raising is uh, germane to what we're discussing. What we're discussing certainly applies to the unwritten, the unwritten, unrecorded understandings. Now the township codes, so they are binding. Well, of course, step by step. The township codes are binding for two, on two levels. Either they're binding because of Dina Mechusadina, right? Or they're binding because of, of that is our das when we moved in, right? Homeowners associations, I just don't, I'm not familiar enough as to how much authority they have in secular law. Now, in a, in the, in a vacuum, if you had a Jewish homeowners association, then it would probably be binding through the uh, through the, the force of minog, and and it would probably have the and and whether it would be binding if it was unreasonable would be the machlokas of the rajba and the rush to a tradition of town and whether it would be binding if it addressed something that we never dream, you know, dreamt of because there was one particular group who had a had a certain uh, quirk and they established uh, a certain practice so 
homeowners association, if it was a entirely Jewish situation, so it would be governed by Minig. If it was a situation that uh, encompasses a Jewish and non-Jewish neighborhood, so then would have to figure out what is its level of authority in, in secular law first. Correct. 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 Right. Do we say that the halacha says something and minog minogamachum says something opposite? Do we say that the stomach you're going to go that we could say kolamasnet is a stam das in two minutes? That two Jews are really going to say are really going to go against the das in the Torah? So step by step. So what you what you're pointing out is on target. And takes it to a step deeper, and that the Rajba, when the Rajba said that it's following the, the halachas to know, and that means that even though if you and I were to make some kind of arrangement, we'd have to use the laws of Tanoim, right? We'd have to use Tanai Kunulamaisen, Tanai Kofel. So when it becomes a Minig Medina, that doesn't require the Tanoi, the Mishpatei Tanoim, right? And, and, what you're saying takes it a step deeper because it means that the Mishpatei are ways of determining that we are committed to what we're saying. Ad that we do not want the deal to go through. Mishpatei is so important because it means that if I don't follow the Tanai, then my Misa, my cells, is, is uh, going to be uh, abandoned. So he's saying that's all based on Das, and the Rajbo is saying that the Minigam Medina becomes binding, and the Minigam Medina will not upend the sale. You know, I move into my neighbor, and, and I dig my heels in. I don't want to put up this fence. So the halacha, it won't be that I, then I forfeit the sale. Basin will force me to put up the fence. Right? So it's, it is based on Das. It says we don't require Mishpatei Tanoim. It's not saying that as a result I am forfeiting the sale. Now, would there be, for example, let's say, this is the example of Baba Basra, let's say the Minagandina would be that we don't provide privacy to the, uh, so can we be Mastal Masha Kosovatora and two neighbors say, you know what? We're not going to provide privacy for each other. The truth is that's the opening sugi of Hezek, Rishmah Hezek, Shlashmah Hezek. The pastures of most of the uh, Rishonim is that there are enough sources which indicate that it is uh, prohibited to invade somebody else's privacy that the Tanai would probably not be binding. Right? Now, what's the basis for that? The Rishkarov explained that the reason why a Master Master Kutzer didn't work is because Jews can't have a Das which goes Kenegad Dasatar. Right? In other words, if we think that we're making a commitment to do something which is awesome, we're not really making such a commitment. The depth of commitment of a Jew against Allah doesn't exist. So it's in, it's impossible to have a das which goes connected in. in case, yeah. Minimum 
Right. No, no, no. Let's say let's say let's say for some reason how it happened. I don't know, but let's say this would be a good example. Let's say in this town, everybody who moves out takes a mezuzah with them. Okay, everybody does. It. Why that happened? Maybe because they had a bad, uh, they had an unfortunate situation where painters came in and they took the maybe they had uh, such a minute evolved, right? Or maybe it was a neighborhood where they, where they, they were always selling to non-Jews, and then things changed, and the neighborhood changed, and over time all the buyers became Jewish, and they forgot this din. So then, uh, would could we could uh, I, I'm now a, a buyer, and I'm moving into this house, and I see the seller taking off. I said, whoa, 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 you can't take off the mezuzahs. The last Ramban hilchos mezuzah, you have to leave them up. He said, we have a minug, we take the mezuzahs down. Probably not. Probably that minute would not be would not would not be binding at all. Probably not. Probably not. It's about I'm sorry. Yeah, but halach will also uh, if it's uh, if it's if it's chad v'chalak. If there's no debate, so then that will also obviate meriva. I I would I would think that both would say. Would accept the idea that we could not go against the halacha psuka. If inheritance now, we women regularly almost the, the minimum of halacha is, is that women inherit. Right, right. Right, but the history universally accepted as the. But yeah, but not be not because the the, the pathway is not through minog, right? The pathway according to most. Uh, According to most, I would say, uh, most Gedolei Achronim and most contemporary poskim, it only works if we if we orchestrate it to work. Now that we we've, we've accepted to orchestrate that uh, that all children get equal amounts. So that goes back to the time of the Ramah, where the Ramah said we're going to orchestrate this to happen. Do you think? A, do you think a, a based in Person would not would, 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 would just cut out the women. So the, I, I believe the answer that, to that is that Ramosha has a, an unusual position over here, and Ramosha writes that uh, against almost anything that's been written before him is exactly what you've just said. <laughs> that since it is so overwhelmingly clear that the uh, Moirish, that's the testator. Okay, that that he wanted or she wanted that the boy, the, that their sons and daughters should get equal amounts. That that there is some overwhelming das and kinyan that's in place. Rav Moshe writes, when we know that this was the das of all people, so the the pathway is the minog is a an observation. That this is the overwhelming das of all people. Now, Moshe's approach over here is uh, is a das yochid, right? And if it be anybody less than Rav Moshe, I don't know, be taken seriously. But because it's Rav Moshe, so so I don't think any Bezdin could go up against Rav Moshe. And I and we also have a rule in Cheshen Mishpat that if a lit- if a litigant comes to the Bezdin and says Kimli. He says, "I have a strong basis in which I want you to follow." Then the Bezdin uh, will all, will always respect that position. 
but overwhelmingly Avon Polskim are um, encouraged very strongly not to work things out that you're going to have to be so and Rav Moshe. In fact, one of the reasons, in my opinion, one of the reasons why Rav pushed so hard that the that wills should be done in such a way that halacha will uh, will respect the wishes in the secular will is because at the end of the day we're going to get stuck. At the end of the day, you can have so many posts going to say that these women should not get, and Rabbi Moshe will say absolutely not. So if we're going to be stuck anyways. We might as well try to obviate getting stuck. But uh, but what you're saying is very much Rabbi Moshe's approach, and uh, and very very as our children would say, very sketchy, uh, halachically. But again, once Rabbi Moshe says it, uh, then certainly when it comes to Chayshim Mishpat, no one would uh, add. But it's it's important to realize. What's most important to realize is that all the way back to the time of the Ramah, the Ramah was a very was very concerned that. Uh, that daughters would feel disenfranchised. And therefore, the Ramah and you have it in Shulchan Aruch, in the, in the page, the star that we should use in order to make sure that uh, all children get uh, e- get equal amount or that they get, get equal amounts. Just hold on a second. Yeah. Right. Right. So you think of a community where everyone has a blue door, then I knock down my house and I'm doing renovation, then there's no second party at all. Um, would the husband still say I'm bound to that communal minhag? You know, we call it resident to take my door blue or I, I don't see why not. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. That that might be an interesting uh, flashpoint between between the way the Chazinish referred uh, phrased it and the other uh, Svarim. That's a very good point. Daniel. Uh, can you possibly say that Ramosha and the Bristorov are doing the same thing and it just comes out differently? Meaning they're both saying that there's an alternative to Das. So however you want to make the situation, the Bristorov is saying in the general case where there's a Minog, that even though the minute goes against the Torah, there's an underlying, like, Kavach uh, Torah that the Torah wants, so you can't really say that your Das is that way. And Rav Moshe is saying that there's also, meaning, and Rav Moshe is also saying that there's, you know, they both... No, Rav Moshe is, is, the, is the opposite. Is the opposite. Right. That there's an overwhelming das, which we all ascribe to. Now, the Rav Moshe's approach is that all of Kinyanim is expression of das. Uh-huh. So when we all know what this person wants to do, you don't need any, you don't need any Kinyanim, you don't need any Shtaris, we just all know what they want to do. That's a, a very big Kiddush, but... So they, re- they really run like opposed to each other, the risk of motion in this situation. Well, they would, they would, they would, they would, would come back around and say, but not connected to Torah. Right. Yeah. Good. I want to thank everybody for the opportunity to, to discuss these items and uh, the, the values that they communicate to us, not having sikhsuchim and appreciating the, the Korach of Kal Yisrael, are values that uh, we take forward from the Sugya.